Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V. And today I'm bringing you episode number six of the Elite Fitness Podcast. And today we're doing Sustanon 250. Sustanon 250 is a testosterone mix of four different esters, all of which are put into a single preparation. The 250 stands for the potency of 250 milligrams per milliliter that was available in the original Ampule version. Interestingly, it is easily the most well-known and widely used ester blend in the bodybuilding community. And it has also been copied by another blend called Omidrin, which is sold in Europe and shares the exact same esters. Now, guys, in today's podcast, I'm going to be going over the information about Sustanon 250 that's available on EliteFitness.com. So if you'd like to read all of the information that I'm going to go over in this podcast, please head on over to EliteFitness.com forward slash articles forward slash Sustanon hyphen 250. If you'd like to follow me and some more of my content, please go to www.rickyvrock.com. And there you'll be able to see some of my other podcasts, pictures, workouts, training programs, all that good stuff. Just follow me along. You'll see some of my other content. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the history, the anabolic to androgenic ratio, forms of delivery and half-life of each ester, the myths about Sustanon 250, how it works, the dosages, half-life, detection times, side effects, user results, stacking, cycles, cost and ease of access, the use by females. And at the end of the podcast, I'll repeat the URL so you can go check out some pictures and head on over to the forums to ask questions about Sustanon to some of the other guys that are there. History. The idea behind the creation of Sustanon 50 was to develop a blend of esters that a person could inject less frequently, but still feel the results quickly and have each of the esters pick up one after the other for a longer action of testosterone. However, this idea never caught on in the United States. As testosterone replacement therapy, doctors chose to go with single esters instead. Consequently, this concept is put in practice in Europe, where Omadren is used for TRT. As a matter of fact, the well-respected British National Formulary lists Sustanon 250 as the preferred compound for TRT. So yeah, guys, Sustanon 250 really took over in Europe and outside of the U.S. as far as doctors prescribing it. Stateside, testosterone recipient has really been the preferred drug to use for testosterone replacement therapy, which we'll be talking a lot about here. It's TRT. Anabolic and androgenic ratio. As it was already mentioned above, Sustanon 250 is made up of different testosterone esters. Hence, the anabolic to androgenic ratio will be 100 to 100 on the dot, since no other compounds are used in this blend. So when we're trying to figure out how a steroid should work in the body, we look at the anabolic to androgenic ratio. And the way that's determined is by looking at how the molecules are laid out in the structure and what kind of different modifications were made to the hormone. Some modifications make the hormone more anabolic, less androgenic. Other modifications make the hormone more androgenic, less anabolic. Since testosterone is the original hormone that our body makes, and is the natural hormone that we are comparing everything to, it's the natural hormone that every other synthetic steroid out there that was developed in the 50s and 60s, it was all based on the testosterone hormone. So we use testosterone as the baseline. 100 to 100. And then from there, steroids can get more androgenic or less androgenic, or they can get more anabolic or less anabolic. But the baseline is 100 to 100. Testosterone is the standard. 
forms of delivery and half-life of each ester. Sustanon 250 is an injectable anabolic steroid that typically comes in 1 milliliter amps with 250 milligrams of active substance per milliliter. Nonetheless, underground labs have come up with 10 to 20 milliliter vials of the same 250 milligram per milliliter ratio. There are four esters that make up the Sustanon 250 blend. Testosterone propionate, testosterone phenopropionate, testosterone isocopriate, testosterone isocapriate, and testosterone decanoate. The article gives specifics on each one, so I'll go ahead and read those out to you. Testosterone propionate, 30 milligrams. Out of the 250 milligrams that make up this compound, only 30 milligrams, about 12%, is the very short propionate ester. Hence, Sustanon 250 should never be treated like propionate. Usually, the propionate ester is used by those looking for a short ester in a cycle of only 8 weeks or less, which needs to be injected every day or even every other day. The half-life is only 3.5 days, so it is in and out of the system quicker than other esters. In fact, many bodybuilders also say they experience less aromatization from the propionate, which might also have something to do with the fact it doesn't stay in the system for very long. Testosterone phenylpropionate, 60 milligrams. This ester is the second shortest of the blend, and it is mostly found in nandrolone phenylpropionate. It has a half-life of only four and a half days. So as the propionate is dropping off slowly, you can expect the phenylpropionate to be there and provide a boost before the longer esters start kicking in. Testosterone isocaparate, 60 milligrams. This is the third shortest ester with a listed half-life of nine days, which is close to the natate ester, which has it at 10.5 days. Testosterone decanoate, 100 milligrams. This very long ester holds the major share of the active substance in sustenon, making up 100 milligrams of the total 250 milligrams. The half-life of this ester is a whopping 15 days. All right, guys, so those four esters are the ones that make up the blend, 250 milligrams. So you get about 30 milligrams of propionate, 60 milligrams of phenylpropionate, 60 milligrams of isocaparate, and 100 milligrams of the canoid. Now, here's a little, little bit of extra info on those esters. Now, the longer the ester, the, the more it waits, right? Makes sense, right? So, and the longer ester chains take a longer time to release. So, propionate, it's, it's in and out of the system about three days. That's a really short ester. Decanoate, up to six weeks. That's a long ester. So, when you have 100 milligrams of testosterone decanoate, a larger portion of those 100 milligrams are made up of an ester that's pretty heavy. And so you're only getting about 60 milligrams of actual testosterone hormone in there. The other 40-something milligrams are actually a testosterone ester that doesn't build any muscle. As a matter of fact, enzymes in your body have to first remove that ester chain before your body can use the testosterone. That's why, that's why chemists put the ester chain on the hormone to slow down the release. Myths. Now that we know about the esters used in this blend and how much of each Sustanon 250 contains, we can explain how it works in the real world. Many so-called gurus will claim that Sustanon 250 should be injected every other day to maintain stable blood levels as they call it. Nevertheless, in reality, they're mistaken about the way steroid esters and half-lives work. When you inject Sustanon 250, all four esters hit your system at the same time. However, the longer esters are 
are the majority of the blend, and those heavy esters last a long time. Remember, a half-life simply means that after that many days, only half of what you injected will be left over, and so on. Therefore, it doesn't just leave the body immediately as some people tend to think. In this example, out of the 250 total milligrams, you have about 160 milligrams made up of half-lives that are between the 9 and 15 day realm, which will last weeks after injecting. Hence, it is hard to understand why some people treat sustenon 250 as if it was testosterone propionate when it only contains 12% of that ester. Even with these facts, you still have the majority of so-called experts claiming that sustenon 250 should be injected every two or three days making it seem to be the most common way to run it. However, Sustenon 250 should be injected every 10 to 15 days at higher dosage, and each ester can pick up one after another to maintain stable blood levels. Now guys, on a side note, my own personal opinion, you don't need to actually inject Sustenon 250 every three days, but there's less spikes and more stable levels if you do. Whether that's worth it, to you to go through the discomfort of every third day injections as opposed to injecting it once a week or even as the article here suggesting once every 10 to 15 days if you don't mind it i feel as though it just gives you more stable levels and many of us guys do too it's really a personal opinion and a feel in my end i do well i do well on testosterone but if my levels are up and down i'll tend to have bloating and and have some side effects from estrogen but when I keep my levels pretty steady, and even if they're high, just keep them steady, it seems as though my body can adjust better and estrogen stays manageable. So I like to keep my levels steady, and the best way to really do that is more shots more often. Moving on. How it works. Since Sustenon 250 is basically a blend of different forms of testosterone, you can expect to get the same effects as using any other single ester testosterone form. Still though, there is a small contingent of users who seem to claim that Sustenon works better than a single ester testosterone because the body is tricked, quote-unquote, by the different esters. Nevertheless, this idea isn't backed by any science, and these beliefs could be due to such factors like placebo, or simply just high quality sustenon, just having good, real human grade gear. Hence, sustenon will have the same properties as you will find with testosterone, and the same ancillaries will have to be used. As we all know, testosterone is an essential male hormone for both sexes, and men obviously require much more of it to function correctly. Men, and some women too, who suffer from low testosterone levels will go on sustenon 250 for TRT in order to bring their hormone levels back up in line. What's more, Sustenon 250 is also used by those in the bodybuilding world who run it at a higher dosage to get all of the benefits that come with increasing the potent male hormone testosterone. Dosages If you're running Sustenon 250 for testosterone replacement therapy, then the doctor will probably put you on a single 250 milligram dose every 14 days. Or they might have you inject 500 milligrams every three to four weeks. The idea behind this approach is that you inject a large amount of this anabolic androgenic steroid and then allow the esters to do their job in succession. Meanwhile, if you use the Sustenon 250 as an athlete or bodybuilder, the weekly dosing can vary from about 250 to up to 1,000 milligrams per week on average. 
injecting twice per week or once per week are the most popular ways of using it as part of a stack. Those that seek to inject testosterone more often should swap into the propionate version instead. Yeah, guys, as a side note, for you bodybuilders out there, sustenone might not be worth the money. Really, those esters, those four esters, they're great if you're a guy on testosterone replacement therapy and you only want to get out to the doctor maybe once or twice a month to get your shot and go home and be done. But if you're a bodybuilder and you're already going to inject once a week and just use the cheaper esters, single esters, and run them more consistently and you might not need sustenon, really. Moving on. Half-life. The half-life of sustenon 250 should be linked to its longer ester, the decanoid. Thus, as mentioned above in the profile, sustenon's half-life would be about 15 days. Detection times. Yet again, the detection time of sustenon should be linked to its longer ester, so it would be over three months. For this reason, sustenon is a very poor choice for tested athletes. Side effects. Abusing any anabolic steroid can result in major health problems, and sustenon 250 is not an exclusion. There's a difference between using sustenon 250 for testosterone replacement therapy under a doctor's care and abusing it for bodybuilding purposes. There are two major problems with abusing this compound. The first is the estrogenic issues that will arise due to the aromatization into estrogen, which can result in such side effects as gynecomastia, bloating, and an increase in blood pressure. This is why it is important to use an aromatase inhibitor from the very first day of sustenone use. These days, the most popular AIs are aromacin and arimidex. On a side note, guys, I personally like Novidex a lot, just for preventing gynecomastia. Doesn't do much for bloating or anything else, but guys like me that are prone to gyno, I had a little bit of it as a, as a child uh, through puberty. Novidex has come through for me personally. The second major problem is the suppression of the pituitary glands, which happens with all anabolic steroids. This is why it is so important to run a post-cycle therapy if you plan on ever coming off sustenone. And, and the article says if you plan on ever coming off because if you're on TRT, then there is no post-cycle therapy because there is never an end to the cycle, right? If you're on replacement therapy. But if you're coming off of it, definitely proper post-cycle therapy is necessary. www.hcgenerate.com www.hcgenerate.com That's the URL you need for good uh, post-cycle therapy. You can buy over the counter. Other side effects are androgenic issues such as heart strain and cholesterol effects. Luckily, there are support supplements that work great to combat this, and Entugard is one of the best ones for this purpose. Yeah, guys, we have Entugard. So go to Entugard.com, that's N, the number two, guard.com, and check it out. It's a great product for cholesterol, liver support, pretty much every other organ that you need to protect during cycle, Entugard.com has it. Stacking. Sustenon 250 is very versatile and you can stack it with any other compound. Just make sure to be covered with a very strong aromatase inhibitor if you stack it with another aromatizing compounds. What's more, you should run an AI with it regardless of the other compounds in the stack. When compared to single ester testosterone, the beautiful part about sustenon is that it contains some short esters. 
so a kickstart with an oral steroid is not necessary. Consequently, you will feel it much quicker than cypionate or an antique. Cost and ease of access. Sustanon 250 is produced by just about every underground lab source out there, so it is easy to find and it is not expensive at all. For instance, you can buy 10 weeks worth of a 50 milligram per week cycle for about 100 to 200 bucks. Female use. Females can use testosterone, especially if they're deficient, but they must use it at a tiny dosage and should monitor their levels through blood work. This is purely for hormonal therapy, not for bodybuilding. Unfortunately, if they use too much sustenance on 250, they will open themselves up for virilization issues. Now, if you guys want to see some pictures of legitimate and fake sustenance, head on over to elitefitness.com forward slash articles forward slash sustenance hyphen 250. And if you guys would like to check out the forums to discuss Sustenon 250, head on over to EliteFitness.com forward slash forum forward slash anabolic hyphen steroids. And there you will find all of the conversations. You can register, ask your own questions. If you'd like to follow me and see some more of my content, please head on over to BigRickRock.com. That's B-I-G-R-I-C-K-R-O-C-K.com. All right, guys, that's it for today. Another episode of EliteFitness.com podcast in the books. And we'll see you here next week. Have a good one. And guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. I'm not a doctor and none of what I say should be regarded as medical advice. Please check your doctor before using any drugs or engaging in any kind of workout regimen.